Hello, friends. It's me, Crystal Hart. Pride season is in full bloom. Love is in the air. And I'm so proud to release another episode of Queer Focus. This week, my dear queer teammate Ayana sits down for a talk with Scenario, a queer musical performer that just blew my mind when I first saw him. These days, he counts himself amongst the cake boys, who are a house of drag kings. And I won't even begin to attempt to describe them. Just check them out, please. You won't regret it. And without further ado, I guess, please open your hearts, open your minds for my friends Scenario and Ayana. Please check them out and support them. These are my people. This is Queer Brooklyn, and we are Collective Focus. Are you alive? Huh? I'm going to make me say, of course. Can you come to my house tonight? It is not our differences that divide us. It is our inability to recognize, accept, and celebrate those differences. The purpose of art is to lay bare the questions that have been hidden by the answers. Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have your cheat sheets. We are chilling, very relaxed. This is cute. I love this uh, recording studio. I'm probably going to use it. Yes, please. Yeah. We um, are nothing without our community, and we want everyone to use it all the time. Yeah, that's great. Um, um, yeah. But yeah. Okay. okay, so let me introduce ourselves. Um, myself. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ayana. Um, I'm with Collective Focus, and this is the Queer Focus Pride podcast. And I'm here today with Scenario, a very talented artist. Um, I want to start, I guess, there's so many different ways that one can introduce themselves, especially for artists. I'm going to ask, what are just some of the sides of the very multifaceted, talented, brilliant you? Um, well, uh, ooh, that's intense. Uh, no, I'm not going to Um, uh, well, I'm a music artist. I have a, um, very, like, multidisciplinary profile. Um, I produce a lot of, like, shows and, um, and other forms of, like, media hybrid events and stuff with, like, other, um, uh, uh, artists in like collectives and things like that so yeah i'm just like all over the place i don't know music film events and stuff yeah. i love that what kind of shows specific uh it's it's uh like you know drag shows um uh queer music shows uh of like original music artists and stuff um and uh yeah, I guess, like, just anything that I care to do, like, fundraisers or, um, or like, film screenings or things like that. Um, yeah, just, I don't know, whatever my heart desires at that time, it, my, my, my interest uh, fluctuates and is always awe-inspired and stuff. So, yeah, I'm just going with the waves. <laughs> That's amazing. Wait, so... 
so a scenario like the name you use across the board or like for different art forms of yours you use different names no scenario yeah scenario across the board so i heard you said you said drag shows do you also perform drag um no but i am one of the four producers in a drag king network called the cake boys so and like i love that name. yeah i mean yeah and and the 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 other three guys they are just extremely talented always like thinking of some ambitious uh wild idea that ends up getting pulled off you know like uh um, in like in like short notice, so um, yeah, I'm very happy to be working with them. I've definitely made some of my greatest collaborative work uh, with them. That's sure. awesome. I I remember I didn't know drag kings like even were a thing until yeah. <laughs> pretty recently. Yeah, that's so cool that you produce shows like that because I feel like that's something that's not as common to see at least, and I'm. You know, someone a part of the queer community, I feel like that's something I should know more. That should be, yeah. like, highlighted more. I mean, that's something everyone should uh, know more. But um, it's just, I don't know, it's like it's like female rappers or something. You know, at one point, like, they just seem non-existent um, in, the, in the industry until, you know, a few people just brought it back and lit up the torch and... Now they're everywhere, you know, and that's what I feel like what's happening um, now in in that scene. There's a lot of cool artists who got their feet wet, you know, through us and some of them are off like, you know, producing their own shows and doing really well um, and book and, you know, really creating like this like family um, that's happening, uh, which I think is like the point of doing that is just to. Show everyone, I mean, especially that subgroup, like, amongst themselves that, hey, like, you guys have each other, you know, and um, and we became better for it. So, yeah. And I will say, like, the drag um, kings that I have seen, uh, one thing I really admire about their work is that, like, they show such a range of masculinity also. Yeah. Because I feel like some people might think, oh, well, if you're going to be a drag king, like, the goal is to be, like, this macho guy. But they're yeah, like, no, construction I'm worker, policeman, yeah, firefighter. Like, yeah, and they're, I, the ones I've seen are just always are like, no, nah, I do, like, my own unique thing. Yeah. And, like, I'm very fluid about what my mas- what masculinity and presenting masculine means to me. Which is really nice and yeah. <laughs> inspiring, honestly, especially as a, in a world where we're trying to move away from such harsh gender binaries. Yeah, um, y- you know, I think the truth is it's that the community is heavily dominated by, um, you know, very, like, cis male energy um, and... You know, a lot, and 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 I I, I even I, I even realized this. Uh, you know, working behind a bar, um, uh, uh, that people you know want to support people that they want to fuck, and there's a lot of like cis male who want to fuck other cis males. So you know, any and I mean, and so anybody who kind of like is outside of that doesn't usually finds themselves not receiving that same like love and, you know, embrace that, you know, other people would. Um, and, and also as like a black stocky, you know, man, like I, I, uh, I mean, because it's not just like, the gender that they want to fuck. It's also like how you look aesthetically. Um, 
Uh, so I don't know. It, there, there's just so many factors, misogyny, racism, all these things that I am way too tired to get into at this point. Um, but um, yeah, and and the only way to uh, win at a game like this is to not play and to really make a point to support your own. Um, like, I, yeah, I, I would not be like, where I am today if I didn't just say, you know what, well, fuck these people and um I'm just gonna book myself and like take the time to invest in myself and I and I I have reached, you know, opportunities and successes at this point that nobody would have ever given to me. You know, it was really something I just had to take for myself. And um yeah, I'm just like happy about that. And I'm happy that it's with like a community of you know, like people who just took this idea of like gender and like its concept, like and just like threw it in the trash in a fucking blender. Like it's really, it's just, it's just all over the place. You know, queer, queer expression and queer art is just so, it's so special and it's so free, um, and it's just like liberating. Uh, and sometimes, you know, you don't really get to um, see that in these like super traditional like drag shows. Um, so. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm getting like really long winded, but whatever. No, that's yeah. so so real. Yeah, um, you know what I mean. Of like, yeah, just the role that kind of pretty privilege and like you said, all the things of like, racism. which is a thing. Yeah, you don't got to tell me twice. Yeah, you know, <laughs> for sure. But like how all that plays such a role, especially when you're working in like nightlife and stuff like that as well. Um, but yeah, so that sounds all of that sounds awesome. I know you said. Um, like kind of talking about like the representation of that of like showing up for your community and like throwing away the gender binary because you want to be the a, a person for people that fall outside of that kind yeah. of binary um and i feel like the way like at least i'm i'm pretty young <laughs> i guess um so i'm like the way that a lot of people around my age i feel like have interacted with like queerness especially if you're not from like a city like new york is a lot through like media t television film and yeah. a lot of people when you talk to them about like progress made within the queer community like they're like well you know love simon was a thing and like it's on tv now it's everywhere now like that's how people are like sometimes can um see like media as a metric for our yeah. success and our acceptance um and you mentioned that you also work in film so i'm like when you do film like do you do narrative film do you do documentaries um, um what is like what do you like to showcase in that i work? mean right right now the film i i i what i say i do it like professionally i've done professional stuff but i wouldn't say that's I wouldn't say currently that's where, you know, I'm making like most of my money, uh, even though I've made good money on certain projects. But um, I, uh, God damn it. I'm sorry. What was the question again? What, like, I was saying, like, do you do narrative film? Direct, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do. Uh, right now, it's been more like documentary uh, style because it's just easier, you know, just um, yeah. especially like the filming part of it, just, you know, collect all the footage that you can and stuff. And then I'm and then I can just like interview the artist to just like walk me through like everything that happened and then kind of like cut all those up together to make a story. Um, but I uh, during lockdown, there was like a 
Yeah, I mean, okay, so 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 we all know the concept of like a drag show, you know, like two sets, line yeah. up and stuff. Lockdown happened, you know, we needed means to make money, so we uh went so we went to social media and started doing digital shows. Um so the Cake Boys, we were like, okay, well, since everyone's doing a digital show, we have to do one, but it's also us, so it's not just going to be a regular show. And it ended up being, like, this, like, broken-down, like, uh, SNL live sketch type of situation, and every skit, and every, like, skit was, um, uh, every skit was, like, you know, an artist in nightlife and just, like, um, like a, a type of like performance that was uh not a usual like you know lip sync drag number it was it was a uh, um it was like all original and um all of it was like hosted by one of the co-producers sweaty eddie who's just this <laughs> amazing yeah every i like, love that name. yeah the trust me there's a lot more crazy things than his name but um yeah like it was all like hosted by him uh and uh and there's a lot, there's a lot like cool things happening during his hosting bits. Um, uh, yeah, and after producing that, after co-producing that with the rest of the boys, like that, that's really like the direction I want to go with, uh, like film work. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm pretty excited. We're like talking to a few streaming platforms right now. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm very happy about that. Um, so I kind of like want to see uh if we can you know i don't know just just like just a lot of possibilities and things just really need to uh i guess figure out what we want now since we finally got to the place you know to that where we have an opportunity to really take everything to the next level and hopefully not have to be here anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of want to just travel. Be here as in New York? Not New, well, not necessarily New York, but just I, 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 I want to not like need nightlife. I, I kind of want to get out of like the whole nightlife thing. I don't. Mm. Uh, I mean, I don't mind working late hours but i don't know i don't i don't want to come home at five in the morning anymore honestly i feel like being confined to any time of the day because like i I used to think it was like a morning thing and i was like oh no i just don't like having a schedule (laughs) yeah i think that's the um yeah um also is sweaty eddie a nod to sister act uh i do not know but i'm pretty sure i can get him to come here and do an interview with you guys so he can explain all of it okay i have to know because i okay listeners do not come for me i've <laughs> never seen sister act the movie oh my gosh but but but, but i know sister act the musical um because i'm that kind of gay <laughs> <laughs> i know sister act the musical and one of the characters they refer to is like sweaty eddie um is his name eddie in the movie too i don't know the uh, guy she falls the cop she falls in love with God damn it, I can't even tell you the storyline. I, I haven't seen that movie in years. It's been like over 10 years. Come on now. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I forgot too. I, I <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've definitely seen it. No one needs to like comment mean things. I've seen it. <laughs> I even forget plot I even forget plots in like movies I saw like last week, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I can't see movies in theaters anymore. Like legitimately, I need really? the subtitles. I, I will fall asleep. I literally do not know what's going on without the subtitles with 
out. Like I feel that I don't though. have that attention span anymore. Like it's if if it was there at some point, it's gone. <laughs> that's that's totally fair. Yeah, and it's I, too because I'm like I'm also like very cheap, so I'll just be like in the theater trying desperately to like stay awake and watch, but I'm not actually <laughs> absorbing it. But I'm like I refuse to look away because I yeah, that I wasted you spent the money. <laughs> my money. It's, it's a mess. But five dollar uh, movies. This is actually an ad for AMC. Um, <laughs> just kidding. But um, okay. I usually go to those theaters where um, there's like a server who comes to you and. Uh, oh, that's fancy! Like the yeah. Nighthawk. I think it's Nighthawk by that... Prospect Park. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. I love that place. I heard it's really nice. Uh, there's also this one in Greenpoint. I've been meaning to go to. It's like a family-owned theater, Stewart Family and Cafe, or it's Family Theater and Cafe, or something like that. Oh no, Stewart Cinema and Cafe. That's what it is. Um, yeah, and they have like empanadas and like food. Oh, food. cute! And, like it sounds good. Um, maybe I have to check that out someday. Yeah, I'll but, probably um, check that out too. A little bit more about your producing. I feel like as a, um, I've have some experience with producing as well, and I feel like one of the things that I love about it, but also it can be stressful, is like feeling like a constant advocate for like everyone involved. Of yeah. like, you know, it's. Like, you have to advocate for the budget of things, but you also have to advocate for, like, getting your friends paid. And it's yeah. like, my friends are getting every fucking cent, you know? Yeah. Um, and they're going to be treated nicely and all these things. And you kind of take yourself into this, like, role as servant, being, a, yeah. yeah, as being, like, a public servant advocator for everyone, especially when you care so, much, so deeply about. Like, can you talk about, like, how you think that that kind of ties into your definition of community. Like what role do you see in your community? Do you see yourself as an advocate? Um, and yeah, something along um, those lines. Well, yeah, I do. Uh, I kind of um, feel like there's no value to me if, if I am not um, enriching the lives of people around me. And I, I'm not saying like, you know, I've, I've, you know, like saved lives or anything, but I feel like I've uh, given people platforms or put money in people's pockets that have led them to other and, and, and exposed them, you know, to people that have like, that just led them to just this upward slope of like continuing to get booked and, and whatnot and and actually able to make some type of like uh like a substantial living you know um through their art which is kind of like what i what uh, i mean that makes me happy you know um uh i mean it's not much but you know i've raised like 14k for uh local black and queer charities that's amazing yeah i mean i, I mean I, like like yeah yeah it is cool but like you know like i don't know i don't really think it's that gr crazy when freaking julie j raises like 25k in one night yeah. i know i can't like compare <laughs> myself to that and i'm happy that she did that mm -hmm. but like i'm just like you know like that's kind of like what i want to do you know um yeah. well i also feel like I was, I was, it kind of ties into how, like, we kind of talk about like privilege in its many different forms of like sometimes feeling like, because being like a black feminine, like fat person, with the lower, I feel like the lower you are on like a scale of privilege, even sometimes, yeah, sometimes it can feel like a slap in the face of you're advocating for your community and it seems to uplift everyone but your community. 
you know? Yeah. It's like when, um, in general, how, I can't think of the exact quote, but sometimes I feel like that's why uh, I even ask if you consider yourself an advocate, because I feel like we're always going to be advocating for ourselves. We're always going to be advocating for our communities, but within the role of the larger queer community, um, I guess I was wondering sometimes if it feels like you were saying some people it's so easy to raise money. If like people talk about on TikTok all the time of like GoFundMe's that be yeah. like someone can be like I need new shoes and they get like a million dollars, but then someone's like I'm homeless and they're like here's three hundred, you know, yeah. um, of how that can feel when especially when it comes from your inside your own community if that yeah. is something you have experience with. Um, well, I I work very hard and uh, I don't necessarily need that kind of support from my community. I also find that a lot of people in the community are like struggling a lot. Um, so it's just important for me to, you know, always just like stick my neck out for them. And um, um, I usually don't mind like martyring myself, like just for the sake of like, you know, um, people that I love and care about and that I think deserve recognition for their work um, to, you know, get, get, get a break or just, I don't know, like get an opportunity and stuff. Um, I don't know. It just makes me feel good. It makes me feel good to just see these people getting gigs and getting recognition. I think stuff like that's important to me. Amazing. Yeah. Um, in a slightly lighter yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, turn of events, I love astrology. Like, I love studying astrology in a way of, like, I feel like I ask everyone I meet, like, what they're talking about. Like, I can kind of do, like, a mini, a mini sample size in my head of, yeah. like, every Capricorn I know has this in common. Every this has this in common. Yeah. So if you know it, what is your big three? My big three. My son is my, my son is Cancer. Cancer, uh, okay. Moon is Aquarius, and <laughs> look at your face. You're like, oh, all right. It's okay, I, I will say, like, people <laughs> <All for it. laughs> people like to joke about Aquarius's like being cold and attached, and like in the Moon, which is emotions, not yeah, not the best. Place. Imagine is the best, but yeah. I will say it's pretty rare. Like, I haven't really met many Aquarius moons though, so I, yeah, I, I can't really judge. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, my rising is Gemini. Gemini rising. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, so a yeah. lot of air energy. Yeah. Um, and then Cancer Sun. I kind of. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of clocked you as a Cancer Pisces kind of <laughs> person. I, yeah, I'm very emotional. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> well, Aquarius Moon says otherwise. <laughs> I know. I mean, no. I I I have a lot of emotions. I know that mm-hmm. it's there. Um, I I I usually describe like I mean I mean there was. The last time I did um, acid, it was uh, I got like a really good visual um, uh, description in my head of what I feel like it feels to be a Cancer Sun Aquarius Moon. Um, I'm like in like the middle of the ocean, floating on top, and um, there's just all these like really grand um, sea creatures like right but right under me and they're like swarming all over my body but not at the top just like from the side and under me like um and it's just like a lot you know it's and and i'm i'm terrified to go deep in the water with them um but 
I also know that they're not trying to hurt me. It's uh, it's it's also me in my head. Um, but uh, yeah, I I don't know. But that's kind of been like a struggle for me for a while. That um, is. First of all, that's such a beautiful metaphor. <laughs> I feel like you should animate that. I, I was just taken. I was just Yeah, it would be a cartoon. It wouldn't be anything real. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe like CGI. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just like terrified of the ocean now. Like, like the older I okay, got. I used to be, I mean, I still really do love the water, but like I used to be like, I'm not getting out the pool. Like I would go on vacation and like I legit got sunburned once because I would. You didn't. (laughs) Because I was like, I would put on sunscreen in the middle of the day, but then I stayed all day in the pool. So it was like just the top half of me that was like sticking out of the pool water. It was just like horribly burnt. And I was like, what's happening? Yeah. You just, (laughs) that's so funny. No. And, um, but yeah, I, I won't leave you hanging. So I'm also, I'm an Aquarius rising, Sag sun, Aries moon. And I feel like Aquarius is a deeply misunderstood sign. Aquarius? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I have I have a recent horrible experience with an Aquarius and um I I just I mean I'm not I'm not gonna yeah. use that one person to define a yeah. whole body of people, but um uh, I don't know. I just want to like keep my distance. <laughs> you fair, know? fair enough. I, I, well, Aquarius is, I think, my favorite sign. Um, really? And yeah, I, I love an Aquarius. I, I think Sag Aquarius were pretty compatible. I love Aquarius. I have best friends that are Aquariuses. And by under, by misunderstood, I'm not here to say the rumors aren't true. Yeah. <laughs> I would say some of the Aquarius stereotypes have their reasons. Yeah. But I will say like. They, there's this stereotype of Aquarius is kind of putting on like an uncaring front, but I think it's kind of like the metaphor you showed of like all those things are under the surface. I yeah. just dare won't let it out yeah. on top. I think that's where Aquarius is like they care so deeply that they refuse to get involved in something yeah. where they're full, where they lose that control of whether or not they show it. Well. Um I respect that. Just, uh, <laughs> keep it over there. <laughs> keep that over there, honey. Thank you. So keep that to the <laughs> left, to the left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not my cup of tea, for sure. Oh, man. Yeah. And, um, okay, amazing. So I think that's going to bring us to our first break. And when we get back, we'll have some more with Scenario. Okay. Happy Pride, everyone. My name is Babinka. This episode of Queer Focus is brought to you by me. My brand is Babinka Mama and Ticha Ganja. Babinka is an ooey gooey, coconutty, Filipino rice cake. I'm a drag queen bake shop. We serve Filipino baked goods, snacks, and infused treats. Remember to support your local queer community by showing up and tipping your queens. Show some love and shout out to Scenario. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome back to the Queer Focus podcast. I'm back here with Scenario. Hello. Uh, how was your little break? Um, <laughs> Our it was, break. It was lovely. I had some water. And, uh... right. No, that AC felt good. I, I don't have an AC still in my um, apartment. I'm kind of trying to see how far into summer I can get before I'm like miserable. Um, also because it's like missing parts. So I'm like, I don't know. Oh uh, my God, I am so sorry. There was a city program last year that, like, helped low-income people get um, ACs. So, 
more on that hopefully <laughs> if I can find it again. It's always down to help. Um, yeah, like I'm not trying to be bougie, but like I refuse to move in a place that doesn't have central AC. <laughs> Oh, central air. You yeah. I had central air growing up, but my parents were cheap, so they were like, you can't turn it off until, you can't turn it on until like five or six o'clock. Oh because gosh. it was like, supposed to be cheaper My mom after used that. to do that too, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but also what made the big difference, we had a basement in my house, and if you put a dehumidifier, like mm-hmm. you're pretty much good. Like we had the dehumidifier on, and like it blows out hot air, but if you keep it on at night, by the morning when it's like really hot, you just stay all day in the basement. It's not humid there. Yeah, and then go up chilling. when the AC comes on. So that was my, that was my summer guide. But yeah, so I want to get back a little bit. Um, just like, I guess, learning more about you. Uh, so, yeah. so do you perform on stage ever? Like, what kind yeah. of performance performances do you do? Um, well, I, I, my tool, my material is original music that I used to perform. So, um, uh, I, I, I'm a music artist. I, I like songwriting, uh, singing, rapping. Um, lately, everyone has been gravitating uh, really well. They've, the response has been really well to my rapping uh, music. So I've, and also I've been smoking a lot of cigarettes lately. So I've kind of like paused a little bit on singing right now until I get my voice back. I'm about to be like, get that, get that bass note. I know, I know. I mean, I could do a Barry White at this point. You get that sexy rasp in your voice. (laughs) But um, I'm finding, you know, through the, through the crowd that, you know, they, um, I'm really good at writing rhymes and stuff. Um, uh, So, yeah, I've just been doing that a lot lately. Um, Pretty, I don't know. Um, it's pretty fun. It's like, you know, fun music, dance music and stuff. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I Like, a lot of my releases uh, coming up pretty soon are going to be, like, a lot, very, like, rap-heavy um, stuff. But as, you know, that keeps going and progresses, like, it's going to be, there's a lot more singing music um, to come. So, yeah. It's amazing. Where can we stream slash buy your music? Uh, everywhere, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon. Just under scenario? Uh, yeah, S-E-N-E-R-I-O, yes, yes. Period, I'm gonna have you spell that again before we, uh, Yeah, 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 that's no problem. Before we close out. Um, also, so sorry I didn't ask this much about the music until this far in. Um, uh, no, it's fine. Hosting this? I do, do so job. much, it's like, <laughs> I'm all over the place. I don't even know what to, like, talk about anymore, because I'm just wearing... So many hats, you know. I mean, so like, like the rest of my co-producers, they're they're drag kings, but um, they're so much more than that, you know. Um, and I also think that's just how artists are today. You can't yeah. you can't really be one thing anymore with all the tools and all this accessibility through technology um, uh, that allows you to kind of like. Um, make your means to make uh, complicated art easier. Um, <clears throat> yeah, like, like you kind of have no choice but to wear a Even lot of hats. from a financial standpoint, it's like, I got to, if singing's not working out, we got to host a show. We got to do yeah. something and get this money. I mean, all um, these things are working out. It's just, yeah. it's just, you know, I mean, it, it's not enough to just make music anymore i need to like build contacts i need like means to like showcase my work and Mm -hmm. you know and and that's where like hosting shows and creating other types of media uh come into play so yeah i mean i i'm i'm i just i just i am whatever um 
a specific project is asking for at yeah. that moment. Yeah. Do you tend to um, enjoy the performance more or the crafting, like the process of making music? Because I find that like um, I always am in awe of like like good performers, like mm-hmm. like the Beyonces, the Lady Gagas of like yeah. they everything about this essence, like it's more than just the singing, it's more than just the music. They create this like persona, this performance, yeah. this, and this whole show. Experience, the it's world. like a perfect art artistic direction kind yeah. of. And you having kind of artistic direction ex- experience and stuff like that. Like, is that where you're um I mean I know you're probably passionate about it all, but it's, like uh... I, I, I guess I'm I'm passionate about all of it. I love I love Lady Gaga. I love Beyonce. Those are um, two of like uh, the greatest like artists um, for uh, for me. Um, aside from like you know Prince, you know uh, yeah. Michael Jackson, Freddie Mercury, David Bowie. Um, Half of which are all queer. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, I just, I love like outlandish, um, fully realized, just like a whole world on top of just great music. You know, and uh, you know, I just want people when I when people come to uh, uh, a curated show of mine's that uh, well, well some, something that's not like a freaking like you, you know venue that's paying us a 300 like base or whatever like you know um a more like upscale type of number like i want people to kind of be like overwhelmed with greatness and not really knowing what to focus on stuff like that is exciting to me um so yeah i don't know i mean i don't I, but i also really love making music there, there's a there's a very therapeutic like part of that and it's very personal and i reveal a lot of secrets um of my opinions on people or things i should have said years ago that i didn't say but i'm (laughs) saying it now and i'm just and like like and i mean it's just so funny because there's some people who are just like man i love this song oh man this line is so good and i'm just like yeah bitch it's about you (laughs) it's about you but i'm never gonna tell you that you know but some people can peep it (laughs) some people peep it (laughs) i feel like i'm the epitome of that sizzle line where she's like um in forgiveness she was like i don't give a fuck about consequences i want my leg back i want my leg back yes yes (laughs) and i love sizzle that is she she's like she's like a side chick who like took psychedelics one day no okay she's a toxic she is a toxic side chick who took psychedelics one day in the forest and um a deity and discovered a deity who went inside her body (laughs) and and now she's now she's like kind of like saving like people through her music or whatever but like i don't know there's there's just like i really love that like black excellence that is um sizza and i hope i can work with her at um some point in the future to you what is like what is that story that you're like longing to see still? What is that story you want to happen in life? What is like your ideal, like you don't have to go all the way into it, but like your ideal like love story? Like what is the, your imagination that you're like wanting for queerness? Uh, that I want for queerness? Or, or an imagination uh, of like, what's the story that you want to see, you want to hear that pertains to Um, I guess I want to see like happiness um 
maybe like spirituality, um, a little bit of education, something. <clears throat> I love I love political art. I love when people don't even bother to satire something. They're just like, um, this person's fucked up, like in a song, and it rhymes, and like you know, <laughs> and it hits all the pockets and stuff. Like, um, I I. I don't know, I guess. Uh, but I, I also love um, negativity in in music. I, I think something about sadness, darkness, anything negative, that emotion, it just lingers so much. And you really take the time to think about the entire, like, scope of it. Um, that I find, in my opinion, that the art just becomes so much more like bolder and detailed and um, and just really like extravagant. Um, and a lot of like my best work is um, comes from, you know, just harbored uh, anger for people who played me. And um, I just it's not that I didn't have the words to say it. Like, I I personally don't like to talk on the spot about very important things. I personally like to text it because now we got receipts, you know? But, yeah. I mean, but, but, um, but, um, a lot of people kind of take advantage of that, you know, of my inability to, like, be, like, uh, straight to the point on the spot. And um, <clears throat> so I've walked away from a lot of, manipulative situations that um i always felt like oh man there's something wrong with me there's something wrong with me and then after like finally talking to other people who don't really have who are who aren't really invested in it to kind of give me some perspective and collect all these thoughts together i'm just now like wait this bitch was playing me like you know this and the third and then it's been it's like months later now so you, you know um so all i have is just like my art to kind of like um finally put these words somewhere um and i feel like through that i've made some of my best work you know um would i want that to be you know the point of my music like all the time no i want i want uh i and and i do have a lot of songs in the vault that um are all about um kind of like finding myself now and you know like and it took a long time to get here, but um, I don't think I was going to realize, like, my value if I didn't do it the hard way or things like that. So, um, I don't know. I, I just want queer people to have art that they don't feel is, like, censored. I don't want them to be scared to like say anything or just be wrong make like i don't know like like you don't need to be i don't know you don't you don't need to be correct you don't need to be right all the time politically correct all these things like and i don't know like give themselves permission to make mistakes and uh and and be foolish um you know one of my favorite albums is robin the hood by sublime and <laughs> The reason why I love it so really much. I've been on a sublime kick as well. Like I'm telling you, if I mean, I I don't know if you do like you know like mushrooms or something, mm -hmm. but like if you're ever on like a good vibe, like you know the place that you're at right now, you scan the whole room, you know, you know everybody in this room like cares about you. I would definitely listen to Robin the Hood by Sublime. Um, 
the one that they mixed them, the one that they uh, produced themselves, because the mixing is so horrible. However, it is so. However, it is like so. Um, the creativity was just so fucking good, and like it just like took me it just like it was just such a nice journey to have that as i'm in the middle of like my own like thing you know and i usually listen to that album all the time whenever i'm doing i love like that. that i've been um obsessed with the song santeria by sublime i know I'm, oh yeah but what i i think what i love about that song too is like the lyrics are like not super happy lyrics but like the yeah, vibe not... of the music just gives like that good feeling and i feel like that's where i find myself constantly of like yeah. not having a great time but something about accepting that sadness is just like so yes. beautiful to me and the uncenteredness yes. of that allows me to find the happiness yes. but yeah okay i'll leave it there for now uh do you have anything you want to plug um anything coming up anything you want us to tune into um uh, well, I always got to shout out the Cake Boys, Sweaty Eddie, Richard, Muscles Monty, and me. Um, yeah, just, like, check out the underscore Cake Boys. To, I mean, there, there's always something that we're doing. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's some new music coming up. I got a new song in the works with Honey Davenport. And, um, nice. yeah, and then uh, we got... Yeah, like, uh, working on a song with the Cake Boys and stuff. Uh, got some new singles of my own. So, yeah, I don't know. Just, just Can be... we get that name spelled again for Spotify? Uh, yes. Uh, my artist name, Scenario. S-E-N-E-R-I-O. There's two E's, no A, and no C. Um, yeah, so, yeah, you can find that. Um, Spotify, Apple Music, yes. Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Amazon, Whole Foods, Grubhub. I don't care. Anywhere you can find my stuff. And um, uh, OnlyFans. Yeah, I don't care. I, yes. I mean, well, I don't have an OnlyFans. <laughs> if I did have an OnlyFans, it would just be like me and like actual fans <laughs> in the back. And I just like turn them hey, on I feel and like off. there's a market for anything. People I be, know, right? Yeah, you know. Doing everything you, on there. Yeah, you never know. So, I mean, the girls are making money. So, is your Instagram also just scenario? Oh, uh, my Instagram is I am scenario. I am scenario. Yeah, yeah. So okay. I A M S E N E R O. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, everyone give it up one more time for scenario, I yes. guess. Yes. I don't know if you're clapping through your phones. You better be clapping. I'm gonna check. I've been Ayana. Thanks for tuning in to Queer Focus. Queer Focus is a podcast recorded at the Collective Focus Studio. Our special guest this week is Scenario, our host this week is Ayana, our engineer is Tsunami, and I am Crystal Hart. Thanks for listening!